Hey guys, it's Coach Mike here. I want to welcome you back to the Get Ready to Reach podcast. And this is a continuation from last week, Believing in Your Journey. And in this week's edition, Believing in Your Journey Part 2, I'm going to give you some actual steps that you can use if you're laying there at night pondering your next move um, or if you feel like you're stuck in your situation. Hopefully these steps will resonate with you. If they don't, just move on to the next video. But if they do, definitely let me know uh, what you thought about them. Stay tuned. You know, so it really doesn't matter if you are a, you know, high school athlete, if you are someone that's going through everyday life, or if you're about to start the biggest business in the world, you know, you're going to have days when you're just not going to know what to do. You're going to question your journey. You're going to question if you're capable of making it. You're going to question everything. And, you know, like my mom used to tell me about the Bible, um, you know, that she would say, like, in the last days, you're going to need to have the scriptures embedded in your soul. You're going to need to know because there aren't going to be any Bibles readily available. And guess what? The, the ones that are available are going to be changed words. So you're going to need to know the real scripture, not the changed scripture, not the dumbed down scripture. You're going to need to know the real ones. And I believe that, you know, when you're in the fire, um, you hear a lot of these motivational speakers talking about, you know, things like uh, the arrow has to be pulled down before it can be shot up. And I, I mean, that's true. Those are feel good statements. They're philosophical statements. They help you think um, about where you are and what you've gone through. But you also have to be in the right mind state to receive that message. You know, I'm really not talking to those people and I don't want to discredit those people because I make those statements too. Um, but I'm really talking to you if you are someone that, you know, you stay up all night because you can't sleep and you're totally over obsessing over every little situation, over every little possible scenario, your mind is just going in a hundred different directions. I always tell people, like, I have a hundred different TV screens in my brain and I'm watching all of them. Um, it's just crazy sometimes. I go for days, weeks at a time where I sleep 45 minutes a night and it's because I am over obsessing over every little situation. So if that is you and you're in business or you're an athlete um, or you're struggling with something in everyday life is kicking your ass, you know, this is for you. Stay tuned because I'm going to share with you, you know, I'm not going to give you scripture. I'm going to give you the, the next best thing, which is a step by step. I'm not going to give you something that will make you think about um, philosophically who you are. I'm going to give you something that if I do this, this will happen. If I do this, this will happen. If I'm doing this, I need to stop. So starting out with number one, um, I really had to learn to control um, what I could control. And I had to learn to release what I couldn't. And I would encourage you to do the same. Um, I am an INFJ personality and I'm also an empath. That means I can feel what you feel. And I also, I'm an idealist. Like, I want the ideal situation. I want the win-win-win for everybody. And we already know in life, business, and in sports, everyone is not going to win. Someone is going to lose. In sports, someone's going to lose at the end of the contest. You know, so I would ponder things that I shouldn't be pondering. Like, if I make the wrong decision here, the next 20 years is ruined pondering things. And it's just not meant to be that way. It's meant for you to take whatever information you have how you feel about it at that time. You know, I'm not saying make an emotional decision, but your emotions do play a role. Um, 
but take whatever information you have at that time and make the best decision. That's what you have to do as a leader. You have to control what you can control and the things you can't. You either will deal with them when you get there or you'll let the people that's supposed to be doing that job do that job. Um, so learning how to control what you can will alleviate a lot of stress for you, okay? Number two, you're laying there at night again, and uh, I'm, this is probably for someone that is a very compassionate and empathetic person. I had to learn to shut up. I had to learn to shut up so I could shut out. And I'll explain that to you in a second here. But you know, you're being bombarded with things on a day-to-day -day basis to where um, it's, it's, it's rough. It's like I'm, I'm getting so many different pieces of information that I can't focus on what I really need to be focused on. And in my case, instead of saying shut up, I had to stop talking because um, sometimes my words aren't always positive when I'm talking to myself. And that's just being real with you. You know, I can be positive to you guys 24-7, but sometimes I'm looking at myself like, you know you should have done blah, blah, blah today. Or you didn't get blah, blah, blah done today. And if that's you, you know what? Your, your voice is the most important voice, but until you get control of that voice, you're going to have to shut up. You're going to have to stop taking phone calls. You're going to have to stop taking text messages, emails. You're going to stop taking uh, mentions and DMs on social media. And just stop talking. Just shut up and listen so you can shut all that extra stuff out. And just listen. Um, that helps me tremendously, and this is why. Um, my words are always, yes, I'm available. Yeah, I can help you. And, and that's good, you know, I want to be that person that can help you, but at the same time, it's got to be reciprocal. You know, if I'm giving up something to help you, you've got to be someone that can help me. You know, if, if I've helped you on seven computer projects, but I can't get you to watch one single podcast, you're not helping me. You know, you're not helping me be a better me. You're not helping me feel better about me. You're not giving me feedback on how I can get better about me. You know, so I, I've got to shut you off. I've got to shut you off. I've got to mute you because I'm giving you too much power over me and what I got going on. And people can say, well, that's an emotional thing. You can call it what you want. But if you have a support system, and you should have a support system, if you have a support system, part of being their role, part of being in that support system is that they support you. People need support in different ways, not just finances, not just yes, no answer. Some people need to come sit with you and see what you're doing and say, this is what I would do. I'm that person. I will come sit with you. I will come down to where you are. I will sit with you in your mess and I will say, this is what I would do. That's the kind of support I give. That's the kind of support I want. So if I can't get that from you at least sometime, you know what? You're a distraction for me. Um, you are, the level is not the same. That's what I'm trying to say. I think Kevin Gates said that too. I love people harder than they love me. So the level's not the same. Uh, so I had to learn to shut people off. Um, that was big for me, okay? Another thing that I think might help you is, and you've heard this term before, psychic vampires. You really have to manage um, your energy, okay? It's almost the same as, as managing your productive productivity. Um, you've got to manage your energy. You've got to know when um, your peak hours are, especially if you're creative. You've got to know when your peak hours are and you've got to be working during those hours. And you've got to know when people are calling you, stealing your energy, and you've got to shut that down. Um, I have kids. They think I am 24-7 on demand, and I play all roles for them. 
And it's just like, no, as you're getting older, I'm expecting more responsibility out of you. I will not be responding to you when you want, as you want, how you want. It's going to be, did you do your stuff, your part first? And again, it's just like you have to manage who you let steal your energy. You know, if you have a significant other, I'm sure they get more than other people would that you work with. Mom probably gets more than people that you work with. A sibling probably gets more and then there's your children. You know, but even those four, it's like, Mom, I can't take your tech support calls at 2 p.m. because that is my most productive time. Can you call me at 7? Can we do it the night before? One of those two things. I cannot allow you to, to take up my product productivity time because what's going to happen if I don't? I'm going to later that night and I'm going to talk negatively to myself as I'm going over my mental checklist of what I didn't get done and why I'm not getting paid. Um, so if that's you, stop letting people steal your energy, start managing your energy and understand when your peak times are um, and be working during those peak times. Be, be working your plan. Actually have your plan worked out before you get to wherever you work at and actually be working that plan at those peak times. Another thing I had to do was tell myself, it is okay for you to rest. Um, you could be laying there at nighttime, unable to sleep, pondering over your next move, um, probably because you don't feel like you're working hard enough. If you were working harder, you'd have more money. Everything is not money um, is a judge, money is a measure based, okay? The money will come. I don't know what you do, and I'm not getting paid from this podcast, but I consider it a victory if one of you watch it. The money will come in whatever you do, but you've got to rest when you're supposed to rest. You've got to rest. Like the Bible talks about, you know, on the seventh day, God rested. He sat down and looked at it on the sixth day, said it is good. And on the seventh day, he was done. I'm done. Cool. And that's what the Sabbath is supposed to be for us, you know. It's supposed to be having a day of rest. Um, for me, I don't work on Sunday. It's not about working on Sunday for me. It's about understanding, okay, when you've done your part, you now have to rest and let it do what it's going to do, okay? In, me, in my case, I work weird hours, so I would feel bad that I'm napping from 7 a.m. to 9.30. But it's just like, you know what, I, I didn't feel bad when I'm up from uh, 1 a.m. till 6.30 working when everyone else is sleeping, I don't make myself feel bad then, so why am I making myself feel bad than napping from 7 to 9.30? It's just like, okay, that's you just have a weird schedule. Don't beat yourself up over resting. You need to rest. Okay, so again, I think those are what, four things right there? I got a few more that I want to go Another thing that I had to do, I had to refocus um, my goals. It's just like, I want the lifestyle of an entrepreneur, yeah. I want the control, I want the freedom and the control of my schedule. I want to be able to travel every five or six weeks if I want. I'm talking two days, three days, go to a city, experience the culture, get recharged, get re-inspired, and then come back and kick ass some more. Um, I do not want someone to be able to tell me, you're here until 5.05 today. You're here until 6.05 today. You can take a break at, you know, 1 o'clock. Screw that. That doesn't work for me. I've tried it. It just doesn't work. Um, but more importantly, okay, I had to really refocus. Is what you're doing 
matching what you want. Yes. Are you putting the more time in doing to get what you want? No. What do we consider a victory here? Because in the beginning, it's not always about money. Yeah, you want the clients to come in, but a victory for you today might just be, I got up at this time and I completed my to-do list today. I'm one step closer. A victory for you today might be, um, I shot so many free throws and I was at the gym on time and I did my part. It doesn't always have to be, I'm scoring 30 points or I'm landing 20 clients or uh, everyday life, you know, I, I paid my bills today. I hope you pay your bills today, but you know, a victory might be, I got out of the bed and I just made it to work on time today. So you really have to like refocus your energy and, and ask yourself, is what I'm doing working? Yes or no? If that answer is yes, okay, is it working, helping me get closer to this goal specifically? Um, you really have to break it down like that if your overall plan is just not working. Because a lot of times, it's not the planning, it's the, it's the execution. The plan was fine. It's just somewhere between writing the plan down and checking the, the, the activities off. We're not doing what we said we were going to do. So once you really sit down and you refocus and you describe what a victory is, that's huge. Always know what, what the win is. Like, what do I need to do to win today or this activity? Um, once we know that, then we micromanage the activity. I'm going to get this amount done by this time. But you, you've got to break it down, okay? Another thing that I would advise you to do is to manage, you know, what's spirit right for you and what's not spirit right for you. You know, um, I have so many people that know me, but they don't know me. And they think this might help Mike or that might help Mike. But you don't talk to Mike on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis. You don't know what Mike is even trying to do. You're not a part of Mike's projects, nor are you watching, participating, and giving feedback to Mike's projects. You're not a part of the team, so you really are on the outside in. People are focused on themselves in 2018, and, and that's fine, whatever. That's not what this podcast is about. But I definitely had to spend time like, God, is this for me or not? If it's not for me, I'm not doing it. I don't care how good it looks. I don't care how good that these people think I'm tailor-made for it. If it's not for me, I am not doing it. Um, and that's hard. That's hard. You know, you got a lot of friends who have corporate jobs that make between 30 and 50K, and they seem happy. They're miserable. They seem happy. They got a 401K. They can go out and buy a new car. They have a house. Um, but they don't have what you have, and you don't have what they have. And you probably work two jobs, and um, one of them's probably crummy. And the other one is the business that you're trying to run or it's the sports team that you're a part of. And they don't see the sacrifices that you make. Um, so you have to understand that sometimes when they call you with ideas or with time spending ideas, activities, what's good for them is not always good for you. They don't mean you harm and it's not bad that you tell them no. It's just that, you know what, I'm after something just like you're after something, but your something is consistent and my something requires me to be on point 24-7. Your something gets shut off at 5 o'clock. My something continues on 24-7 until I get to the point to where I can have some other little people under me working like I'm working like a little person right now, then my something's going to look different than your something. And that doesn't mean I don't love you and I don't want to spend time with you. It just means that... You know, hey, I, I can't go play golf at 12.30 to 4.30 or 
on Wednesday because um, I don't have the money that you have and I don't have the, the structure that you have that allows me to do that. And when I do get those situations, if I call you and say, hey, let's fly to Cancun for four days, you're probably going to look at me like, I got to work. You know, so <laughs> this is why business owners hang out with other business owners. Um, but it's true. What is good for you or them may not always be good for you. Um, I get a lot of people who think I'm still doing websites and it's just like I don't build websites I will never build another website the closest thing I'm gonna get to a website is doing a landing page um, that's not a website I'm not building you a website I may build you a one-page site you know but I'm not gonna build you a 10-page elaborate site that takes credit cards hosts all your videos and can interact with everybody's phone I'm not doing it um, if you know me well enough to know you know that's how I feel but I still get people to call me. Like, hey, so-and-so said you build a website. Well, so-and-so hasn't seen me in five years to so know that I'm, I'm out of that business, sorry. Um, that's kind of what I mean. You know, the money might have been right for me at the time, and I know how to do it, but it's just like where I'm going right now, if it's not right for me in my spirit, I'm not doing it. It's not about the money. It's about not getting bogged down, not getting wrapped up in someone else's project and emotions that go along with it. And then I go through the whole, you know, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do the best that I can, which means I'm going to be extremely patient with you. And it also means that if it's not right, I'm going to do it over and over and over until it's right. And just like, you know what? I don't have time to deal with that because people change their mind. You can get something right and... I'm sorry, I had a client that didn't like the website because the banner page, which was about that big, was in dark red. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, so be careful with that. Definitely manage what's right for you and what's not right for you. And then the last thing that I would advise you to do, because again, if you land there, and we all know we got psychic vampires in our lives, and we worry and we love them and we, we are worried about their well-being and what they think of us and how we feel about them and you know how their life is going um, you may have to give up some things or someone that you love you know if you in my case I love to play basketball but guess what I'm waking up sore in the morning and I'm missing my peak hours because I'm tired and I'm exhausted and then I'm making myself feel like crap because I don't have the clients that I want you may have to give up something that you love to get what you really are after. You know, if you're an athlete, guess what? You're making sacrifices on a day-to-day -day basis. You may have to give up partying, friends, um, social drinking. You may have to give up the opposite sex. You may have to give up some things that you'd love to be dedicated to what you want. If it's in everyday life, you know, again, you, you can't go out and party on Sunday night. you got to be at work early Monday morning. You just can't do it anymore. It doesn't matter how old you are. If your goal is to run a business or to get through everyday life, guess what? You're going to have to prioritize. And some of these things that you're prioritizing are people. Some of these people that you love have you on an emotional roller coaster, and they're like this, playing with a yo-yo. And it's just like, oh, let's see if I can get a reaction out of Mike today. You know, and if that's you, you need to stop that mess. You know, but more importantly, if you are someone that's experiencing that, shut those people out. Just stop talking. There's nothing like a quiet end of the phone. Oh, I guess they don't have anything to say. Nope. Because you can afford to be in an emo emotional roller coaster. Again, you can be the, the most left brain, logical thinking person in the world. You have to stay right here, okay? 
right here. Sharp and like right here. You ain't got time for all this right here. You don't have time for that. So if people are getting a kick out of playing with your emotions, if they're not recharging you, if they're not helping you, they're not reciprocating, guess what you do? Shut them off. So I'm hoping that those things right there helped you learning how to control what you can control and releasing what you can't. Learning how to shut people off, shut people out, and maybe even shut yourself up if you're not talking to yourself positively. Learning how to manage your energy, who steals your energy, learning when your you know peak times are, um, and making sure you're working through those times. Learning how to you know refocus on what the goal is, what is the goal, what is what do we consider a victory, and you know am I meeting that goal or not, and then learning how to just. Give up the things that are, you know, get off that emotional roller coaster. Um, those are some things right there that can help you stay right here. It's just we need you to stay right here and sharp. You know, not this, not this. It's cool to be up here, okay? No one to do that. But we, we can't be like this on a day-to-day and sometimes hourly basis. It's, like, it's a bad stock chart. We need this. This is what we need. Because this is going to help you make that list. This is going to help you go into an appointment and close it. It's going to help you do all the heavy lifting work that you need to do and all that pretty stuff. We'll pay somebody to do that. Or we'll do it when we got extra time. It's not important. You can't do the heavy lifting if your emotions are constantly like this. Your energy level is like this. You're not working when you should be working. you got people that's got access to you 24-7. You can't focus. You can't sleep at night. You, you can't. You won't get it done. Uh, you're playing the odds the wrong way. So... I thank you for listening to Believing in Your Journey Part 2, and I'm trying to give you some real-life steps here. Um, if you want to do some kind of uh, one-on-one coaching, guys, I am on the Instant Go app. You can look up, look me up under Coach underscore Mike, C-O-A-C-H underscore Mike, M-I-K-E, and uh, you'll see my picture pop up. But if you want to, again, personalize this video for yourself, like I have this situation going on, and I would like you to give me, you know, five things that you think I can do about it. That might be five messages. It might cost you ten bucks to get you unstuck. Hit me up on the Instant Go app. I would love to help you out with your situation. That is kind of what this podcast is all about, helping people get unstuck. And if that is you, I am available. I have a lot of different modalities that I can use to help understand you, how you think, and then we'll just go from there. So check me out on the Instant Go app. Once again, this is the Get Ready to Reach podcast. I hope you got something out of this. Believing in your journey, part two. Steps to help you. See you in the next video.